0: Everybody. Welcome to another episode of soju Chronicles. I am Nat. And I'm Nikki. And we are here to talk all things animes, dramas, mangas, books, and all the in between. So let's start with what are you drinking?
1: So today I am drinking a canned beverage. It is called Absolute Mango Mule. It's a ready to drink with mango and ginger flavors. Mm. And it's made with original Absolute Vodka. And made with natural flavors, seven percent alcohol. It's a twelve ounce can. Um, let's see what else. Enjoy chilled straight from the can, or if you're feeling fancy, serving a cocktail glass with garnish. I am not feeling fancy. I'm literally drinking it out of the can with a straw. <laughs> and oh, it's a product of Canada.
0: Yay! Imported
1: by like the me. Absolute, <laughs> imported by the Absolute Spirits company new york new york yeah so it's it's from canada okay i did that purposely for you i knew that and that's why i chose it
0: what are you drinking i am drinking waterloo grapefruit rather shout out to waterloo almost Mm -hmm. went to the university there um and (laughs) 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 it is a slightly hazy and very pale golden color Forward grapefruit zest aroma underscored by toasted grains light-bodied and refreshing with lightly salty, salt sorry lightly sweet malty flavor balanced by bracing bitter hops and citrus zest notes okay so that's a lot to say that it tastes like juice and it <laughs> tastes slightly like grapefruit <laughs> it's actually really really good like i was kind of worried because like my last selections have not been that great but like they've all, like especially when it's like beer more than a cider, it's been um, a bit too strong, a little bit too rich, I think, for me. Mm-hmm. But this is like a light dream. Like it is so good. I took a step. I was like, all right, this <laughs> I could drink like a whole case of this. It like, might be be like it tastes like juice. Okay. Um. I mean, it's like yeah. And then when
1: you get up the stand, it hits you.
0: Like, no, I don't think so. Uh-huh. It's only like two point five percent. Oh, so bitch, that fine. is juice. <laughs> it is juice basically. I mean, I got it cause the can is pretty. And, um, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, uh, Waterloo, you know, as I said, shout out to the school I almost went to. So I was like, I got it for that reason. But yeah, I didn't realize it was so low either. And then I drank and I was like, this is great. This is fantastic. It has a five star review on LCBO guys so you know somebody took the time to review it <laughs> oh they have a watermelon one I'm gonna try that next okay anyways so let's get into the first segment and that are animes and um mangas mm-hmm. so you should be very proud of both of us <laughs> kind listeners because we both have things to talk about <laughs> what (laughs) do we (laughs) i mean i feel like we do because we both are reading princess jellyfish yes we read the first two volumes uh and okay so the plot on wikipedia is super long so let me go find something else because it's like like four paragraphs Uh,
1: i'm just gonna pull up the plot from the book like because I you know I marked it on Goodreads so I'm just gonna put up the plot from there
0: oh, okay I yeah I was pulling it up from um Amazon because I that's where I got the whatever but it's not even a summary
1: oh you got it you got and know, wait you
0: I'm you, reading it off of Kindle Unlimited
1: me too well I <laughs> read it off of Kindle Unlimited yeah. which is the same yeah. which is what the summary was right okay. wait you I didn't know you had Kindle Unlimited
0: Oh, I, I, I now have it for 30 days because it's free.
1: Oh, <laughs> wait. Did you
0: get it because of the book that you we were supposed to read? Yeah, because I couldn't find it on the, the Toronto Public Library.
1: Oh, okay. So it says, Stingin Beauty. To Su- <laughs> Tsukimi Karushita has a strange fascination with jellyfish. She's loved them from a young age and has carried that love with her to her new life in the big city of Tokyo. There she resides in Amazi a safe haven for girl geeks who regularly gush over a range of things from chains to Japanese dolls. However, a chance meeting at a pet shop has (laughs) Tsukimi crossing paths with one of the things that the residents of Amamizuka have been desperately trying to avoid, a beautiful and fashionable woman. But there's much more to this woman than her trendy clothes. This odd encounter is only the beginning of a new and unexpected path for Tsukumi and her friends.
0: Yes. So her friends are all like in their twenties and thirties and basically they don't work. They're not students. I actually thought at first that they were students. So then when um the boy. Uh yeah Kuranosuki um was like so what do you guys do? How old are you? Like when he was asking all those questions, and they were like, "Our and, parents take care of us." Yeah, because you know they're boomers, and this is the world they created. So they now have to take care of us because there's no jobs. And I was like, "Word, you know what? That ain't nothing." <laughs> I, wish, I wish. I wish I were right. Like we both have mortgages, you know, like. <laughs> That's just not the life that we leave, We lead. So, yeah. Basically, like, I was surprised that, like, they were in their, like... Some of them were in their 30s and stuff, yeah. too. And, like, the big thing with them and with his brother is that they're all virgins. So, <laughs> that's really... Do you, so,
1: I... Like I said, I remembered watching it, right? Um, yeah. I watched the movie. I don't think it was the... I didn't watch the anime nor the TV show. I think it was the movie I watched. So, like, okay. the first volume i was like oh i remembered this so like now that makes me wonder oh the 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 movie was probably just the first volume because like when i read the second volume i didn't really remember anything from the second volume you know
0: really because the movie's like over an hour so i don't like i'm kind of surprised that it only covered the first volume i mean
1: it may have covered everything but yeah i just probably just didn't remember it yeah. Because I watched it a two, while ago, because I think, when did yeah. it come out? Like, 2014 or
0: something? E, the manga came out in 2009.
1: Yeah, but when did the movie come out?
0: The movie came out, sorry, there's so many live action, different versions. Right, of there's um, so it many. It came out in 2014, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, well, that makes sense. And also, too, like, shoot, I just, the volumes are kind of long. They're, like, 10 chapters. <laughs> I was like... I was, I didn't know why I was expecting like six chapters per book. Okay. Is it really 10? It's yeah. Well, the second chapter was like, um, second volume was like chapter 13 to 24. So it was actually 11 chapters. Oh, it didn't feel that long to me. I don't know why. Yeah. See, each chapter isn't super long, but like when you like, if you don't like take breaks, which is what I did not do, and you read them all together, it (laughs) does feel really long. And then
1: whose fault was that, that you had to read it all today? Huh? Huh?
0: Hunter X Hunter. Okay. Or Hunter Hunter. You want to it. Hunter, square. uh, Hunter Squared. Hunter <laughs> Squared. The Killua and Goncho. That's basically what it is. Okay. Best friends forever. But anyway, so how are you liking Princess Jellyfish? I like so it.
1: I like thought it was cute. I was like, I was actually laughing at like the things. I was literally laughing out loud. I was like, this is so
0: stupid. <laughs> the funniest thing to me was when um Inari was like asking the brother out for that second date, whatever, and he was like, we didn't do the thing and they were having that whole discussion and then they walked away and the detective was right behind them and I had to go back because I was like, was he there this whole time? Just standing there while they're talking about, like, her blackmailing him and after she drugged this man and, like, took pictures and made him think, like, did you not, like, it it happened in the second volume, I think. Um, But after the, um, okay so so his his driver when his I don't know if
1: my kindle unlimited book stopped at a different portion than yours did but Mm -hmm. like the chapter that it stopped at like the end of mine like Mm -hmm. my like because like it's the the ominous two-in-one or whatever is what it is on Mm -hmm. kindle right it stopped at like her going to his house but she was like she like after she she tried to bribe the girls and then she she was like, "Oh, we oh. the Prime Minister House." And then that's oh my when god, it that's like
0: you're in Volume One. You like Volume Two. So much has happened. Okay, <laughs> I'm ahead of you then. <laughs> Wait, what? That's yeah.
1: But you but you have the Kindle Unlimited version, so yeah.
0: But I'm reading them volume by volume. I'm not reading like an omnibus or anything like that. So maybe there is a little bit different. What chapter is that? Like, what chapter do it end at?
1: Um, let me uh, let me check because I i returned it already
0: um yeah no i'm keeping them in here just so i have stuff to go back to but like this one's like cha- volume two is chapters 13 to 24 so this had like the flea market and all that well kind of stuff you know
1: what so i think you so i think you read like the actual like which is not even volume two because oh. that that's like volume like three and four or something
0: Really? Yeah. According it's... to to Amazon, where I'm getting it from. Yeah, like... it's
1: so weird. It's so oh, weird. Okay. Um, that
0: is very weird.
1: That's what I'm telling you. It's so weird. Um, the way that like things, the way that they do things or whatever, mm-hmm. like the way it's so weird. The way that they've they've done it. i You probably you are in Canada, so I do expect that your thing would probably be different. Yeah. So volume one and volume one to two is literally 12 chapters so if, if you are if you read up to chapter 24 that means you're on technically you're on volume four.
0: Oh, but that's huh that is very strange well i am ahead then which means that
1: <laughs> so that means that you read you did read the um the Amibius or whatever which is like so is it one book that you read or two books
0: So on Amazon, Mm -hmm. when I pulled it up, it's literally has numbers. So I Princess Jellyfish and it says one to, I think, what is this? Yes, that's the only Chat like to nine. Okay. So I am. Okay. Because they have it here as just like volume eight, volume nine. It doesn't say like it's the omnibus or anything. Yeah, it's
1: so weird. I don't know why they do that. But you have all the chapters are available on Kindle Unlimited for you
0: um let me see kindle edition and um so okay this makes sense though because on wikipedia it says that this goes up to volume 17
1: 17. yeah
0: but i think on here it goes up to volume 9 yeah So that would make sense then yeah so i think it's the two in one it's a two in one okay so i'm on chapter four
1: yeah so i only read like volume one which is two in which is volumes one and two
0: yeah, but the weird thing is the French version does go to like the traditional yeah
1: version. it's so, so weird yeah
0: the French because the French one goes to volume 17 which is what yes like, what matches Wikipedia exactly and that's read how the that's
1: and that's how I wanted and that's how I wanted to read it too because I was trying to track it on my Goodreads but yeah. it was giving me problems so then it turns out that the one I was reading was the Princess Jellyfish 2-in-1 Amubius or whatever Mm. Because that one goes to um, the nine volumes, right? And that's what you see on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if you read volume one and volume two, that means you actually read four volumes. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: I mean, okay. Now and I know why you
1: said that you're so exhausted.
0: Yeah, I, was like, I was like, why am I still reading this thing? Like, it's so long. And anyway, now it makes sense. The yes, point is, i read it.
1: We still. <laughs> fact of the matter is, I'm I'm enjoying it. I think it's cute, and I think it's funny, and me too. I'm me having too. a good time, and like I love that. I I like that he's our cross dresser, yes. And I love that they're they're gonna like fall in love because I'm like, oh yes, we love that falling in love. I kind with,
0: of like her and the brother though. I don't know. I'm kind of feeling that too.
1: Yeah, her and the brother are cute, but like. Yeah. How yeah, basic is it for her to get with the brother?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Get I with mean, the,
1: get with the cross dresser.
0: Yeah, like they can. no, absolutely. <laughs> I yeah. mean, he he fits so well with her her crew crew. Of, I mean, it's yeah. just so perfect, right? Yeah. Um, but I am also right now like adding them all to. Um. Wait, why is so volume eight? doesn't allow you to add it for free it's not a part of like unlimited I know
1: it's so weird what? like some are on kindle unlimited and some aren't it's so annoying
0: okay so yeah I'm very confused by all of this but <laughs> I am very excited to, I love to what, that design. people that
1: aka Amanda I love when Amanda is gonna listen to this episode she's gonna be like these girls are such a
0: mess." <laughs> shout out Amanda <laughs> hey Amanda <laughs> We need to get her on here. Yeah. No. Absolutely. We gotta. We gotta find like the messiest topics. <laughs> yes. <Fair
1: enough>.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, what else? Um, have you read anything else, manga wise? Because I have not. No. So we can I didn't just get the to chance anime. to.
1: I didn't get the chance to. No.
0: Fair enough. Um. So that brings us to animes. And um, I watched like almost fifty episodes of Hunter x Hunter <laughs> since since um, season five and six have um, been added to Netflix. I'm very excited. I love that show so much. Um, if you don't know what Hunter x Hunter is, I will give you a very very sh- brief sort of summary. So basically, it's in this like fantastical world where hunters are licensed um, elite members of sorry elite members of humanity who are capable of tracking down secret treasures, rare beasts, or even other individuals. They also can access locations that regular people cannot access. So to obtain a license, one must pass the rigorous annual hunter examination run by the Hunter Association, which has a success rate of less than one in a hundred thousand and basically this like the hunters have to know how to control aura which is like life energy using nen which is the ability to control your life energy and um they learn all these techniques it's kind of very much like uh, it's very much entrenched in the whole like shonen world Mm -hmm. you know where there's like rules and like forms and techniques and you practice till you master something and people are all fighting all the time so basically this the story um, follows a young boy named Gon and he is um he told he was told all his life that his parents were dead but then he learns um that his dad is still alive and let me tell you about Jin Jin is like the worst father (laughs) in the history of fathers okay like people come for Goku like at least Goku (laughs) minds his kid Goku Farms land. Okay,
1: but not to get you <laughs> off topic, but every time yes. like anyone mentions Goku now, yeah. <laughs> all I can think about is that TikTok gen where it's like you're just minding your business and then someone says, Yeah, you are the most powerful. And then there's like a knock, 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 knock. Hey, it's me, Goku. <laughs> that's absolutely something you would do. <laughs> Doing that trend so much well, I've, granted it's not like a tr- it's a trend for probably like anime TikTok right so not like real not like the other parts of TikTok but it's just there's, so
0: funny there's actually a story in Dragon Ball Super where the cat god I can't remember his name Um, he decides that he's gonna like I know what he's trying to do to teach Goku a lesson or whatever but he basically like tells Goku like the most, um, the the most powerful man in the universe is this one dude, this random dude. <laughs> but they're faking it the whole time. But Goku literally, <laughs> I was like, he stalks this man, okay? Like this whole he stalks this man, talking about let's fight, let's fight. Like all oh, I, I, I need to... <laughs> like I just remember
1: it's like not, not, not. Hey, it's me, Goku. <laughs> and then my favorite, like, have my favorite, like TikTok that's like an anime, um, TikTok is the one I sent you with um where the girl has the caption and she's like sailor moon <laughs> talking to goku and she's like let's just be clear there is not any day time week <laughs> or of the year in which you could ever beat my ass
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's it's sorry it's Beerus. Beerus is the the god but yeah like i can't remember the name of that dude and this dude was like so regular regular he was like a delivery man okay like he he wasn't even a fighter he just he he worked for FedEx but like intergalactic FedEx okay Goku was talking to this man the whole time that's about let's fight let's fight let's fight but anyways um but yeah Moon would beat him because even though Goku is um you know super powerful and from the planet Vegeta uh Moon has love on her side And that's what gives her her powers, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. But back to Hunter Hunter. (laughs) So, yeah, Gon finds out that his his deadbeat father is actually alive and just, you know, not minding his kids. Actually not even caring a lot about his kid. and And so Gon thinks, like, the best way to meet his dad and to, like, learn more about his dad is also to be a hunter. So he goes to do the hunter test, and he meets his best friend in the entire universe, Killua, who's also another kid like him. Killua is from a a family of uh, assassins and they're like, the Zolodics are like so badass, every single member and he also meets uh, Leorio, who is a prospective physician and also um, Kurapika, who's there to become a hunter so he can track the clan track these people that murdered his whole entire clan and basically like, you know there's different arcs, there's like New New York or whatever, and there was um, the Hunter exam, obviously, and then Greed Island. And Netflix only had up to Greed Island, so I was like, I guess I could watch this on a bootleg site, or I could just not watch it. And so I decided (laughs) not to watch it. (laughs) But I got the note from Netflix that they were adding more seasons of Hunter Hunter and so basically they added the Chimera Ants arc which is the one I'm re- watching right now and that is 61 episodes deep and I thought to myself this is gonna take forever to get through clearly it's it not, not. <laughs> I watched 22 episodes on the first day okay so basically the Chimera comes from this place called like the dark ant, um, continent and it's like this humanoid sized ants basically and, but they have this thing called, um, oh, shoot, I can't remember what the actual scientific word is for it. And I'm not really a science person, so I probably would butcher it anyways. Um, but basically everything that they eat, they consume, they can actually pass on to their progeny and their children, I guess, right? So she just starts eating a whole bunch of things like turtles, fish, and then she gets her hand on some kids. One thing about this arc, everybody dies. Okay, the kids die, the fellow hunters die. Pe- I got to a point where I stopped learning people's names because I assumed that they would be dying. So she gets her hand on some kids and she, like apparently man meat is the best meat in the world. So she just starts consuming only humans and she creates her army because they're ants, right? So they have like very structured organizational, uh, or a very structured organization. Um, so in the hive. And so they... She has all her, her fighter ants and whatever. And these are all like really messed up, fucked up kind of beings because they're like part ant, part bird, part fish, part human, whatever. And every sort of evolution of, you know, kids that she creates is becomes more and more human to the point like they can't even like speak ant speak, you know, they speak human speak. Um, and some of them actually retain the memories of the person who's eaten. So it is like really messed up. And for a while, I was like, this is kind of gross. I don't know if I can continue watching it. Clearly I did. But um, I continued on and it's getting real serious. The king has been born. He's a jackass, but now he has found the human that he loves. So his, it's a battle between him and the hunter um, chairman and things are about to go down. Um, one dude was so scared just by the aura of his guards that his hair turned white and now he's bald. It is, like, messed up, okay? But I am enjoying myself because Gon and Killua are the most adorable children you'll ever meet in the entire world. And But shit is also getting real real. Like, Killua, you know, I'm used to him murdering people because he's from a... Like, he's been trained all his life to murder people. Like, that's basically what he does. So, like, but Gon is always, like, this cute, like, you know he's kind of like a goku kind of character you know except he's not stupid i think that's the difference because goku is very dumb he's lovable but he's just his brain don't work okay um probably because he hit his head as a baby and that's actually what got rid of his killer saiyan instinct and turned him into the really nice human being that he is but i think it also damaged a lot of brain cells whereas Gon is actually really smart though i will say So, there's this one thing where Palm, she's, like, a grown-up. She's a grown-ass woman. She's actually really funny. But she falls in love with Gon. And I'm like, Gon is, like, 10. What's going on? They actually go on a date. And it is, like, the most romantic date I've ever seen before in my entire life. Okay? Like, I was like, how's Gon? Like, how's Gon, like... How did he make this date? Like, what's going on here? And then he's like talking to Killala, and he's like, "Yeah, no, um, I go to dates all the time, basically because he lives on like this like island that's really far away, and so he's like, a lot of cruise ships come by, and the older women they like really young guys, and I mean, I think they call them cougars. So I went, I went on a ton of dates. <laughs> I was like, excuse me, excuse me, what is even going on here? Um. So yeah, I'm. There's a lot going on. I'm not even going to tell you all the things that happened, but, like, there is a lot that goes on. Everybody dies. Uh, Gon is ready to fuck this bitch up. Pitu, like, mm, she better, like, just hide at this point. Um, And, yeah, I'm really excited to finish this, even though it's going to be sad because then it's done. Uh, (laughs) And the anime itself has not been completed.
1: No, it's not.
0: Yeah, so the guy who did... um, shoot he did the other one um the you know the really big one um with toddler bitch and kisuke what's that one called um it'll come to me later but he did like another really really classic um anime uh sorry manga and he's also married to sailor moon's mangaka so like their powerhouse Yu 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 Hakusho. Oh, you. Oh my God, I love that. That's so fun. I loved it. (laughs) It was so fun. But he, so yeah, so Yoshihiro Togashi, he's the one who um, is the mangaka for Yu Yu Hakusho and also for Hunter x Hunter. And he's just basically taking a break. I don't know what's going on, but he's just taking a break. And he's married to Naoko Takuchi, who's also the beloved author of Sailor Moon. So they are like, the mangaka Beyoncé and Jay-Z. <laughs> change, you know? So, yeah. I'm really, really excited that you to know of. This, That I know of. I know. But what about you?
1: Um, oh, I, I didn't know I was actually going to talk about it. I haven't finished it yet, though. Like, so I'm you know, literally... Okay, we can
0: wait. We can yeah, wait I,
1: I just wanted to, like, talk about it once I was finished. But okay. yes, guys, oh. I am
0: watching an anime. And it's not a cute, fluffy one either, guys. Be proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> But I did want to talk about something I did watch actually I, f- I totally forgot I had watched it because it's only four episodes but Masters of the Universe Revelation so that's the He-Man cartoon remake oh, okay. I don't know if you heard about it So it no I've out- not heard
1: about it but I know He-Man so
0: yeah it came out on July 23rd and basically all the fanboys are mad uh, <laughs> as always so actually it's five episodes and basically it's it like Skeletor actually succeeds for once and uh he-man dies and they go like the crew sort of breaks up because Tila is a bitch um like the whole time and she's also voiced by Sarah Michelle Gellar and I don't know about you but it's really distracting when Sarah Michelle Gellar voices characters yes because she's Buffy and or she's Daphne she's not like anything else to me you know same So it's very, very... Or Catherine from Curl Intentions, of course. But, like, it's really...
1: Distracting. It
0: took me out a bunch of times. But also, she was, like, really mad. Like, she got, like... Them not telling her that Adam is He-Man was so, so much of a betrayal that she basically said, fuck everybody. And, like, became, like, anti-magic. And I'm just, like... Uh, they didn't tell you this one thing, but they were honest about everything else. <laughs> so I'm kind of confused. And I, I, I don't know. But like, I think a lot of the fanboys felt like, like I, they were mad, I guess, because He-Man was basically dead for almost the whole thing. <laughs> um, And then he gets stabbed again at the end. So like, it, it's kind of like, is this really even about He-Man? But like, for me, the magic of He-Man is that he was the least interesting character. Everybody else is much more interesting. <laughs> than He-Man, okay. Uh, so I I kind of just didn't care about that as much, you know, um, when it when it came to that. But also too, like in terms of like the um the sorceress, right? The sorceress of, of Castle's Gray right? Like the one thing that was actually kind of funny was, like, everybody and their mom tried to tell Tila that was her mom. But, like, <laughs> but, you know, like, things just kept popping up every single time. I, like, it kind of was a really funny kind of recurring theme in it. I. Um, Yeah, because, like, that's basic, like, I think, I feel like everybody who watched original He-Man knew that that was Taylor's mom, right? Yeah. But for whatever reason, I guess, because she's a sorceress or whatever, she couldn't do it. Oh, and the original um, He-Man, I guess, or the, you know what Castle Grayskull is kind of named after? is a black dude. (laughs) Imagine that. But anyways, I enjoyed it. I'm really excited to see, like, the second part. I thought that, honestly, like, I mean, I really do like the was the 80s, when it came out? Yeah, 85. Oh, good year! Um, I really did. Is it? Oh, I wonder why it's a good year. (laughs) The best of years. Back to the Future came out. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it? Is it Back to the Future Two? I can't remember which one, but one of them came out that year. Uh, What else came out that year? I did. But, anyways, <laughs> yes, uh, I actually really do enjoy watching the whole He Man and the old She Ra. I actually did not like the new She Ra very much, to be honest. I mean, Honestly, was like I couldn't get
1: into it. and
0: it, it was too different. This He Man is actually very close to the original. I couldn't get into it. Monetized.
1: And, like, I, I felt bad because everyone is, like, super into it, you know? Love the gays and all that. But and I
0: feel like, get yeah, into it's the it. feminist anthem we need. I'm like, yeah, but. I hate, I'm not a huge fan of the new anime style for a lot of shows. Um, and I thought it was too different. It felt like a different show completely. And I kind of needed some of the campiness back, mm-hmm. you know? I thought, And I think that with He-Man, the characters look very similar. Like, even though some of them are, are a little bit more different, like Tila, a lot of them look the same. The color schemes are the same. Um, the world is, still feels the same. It, it doesn't feel so out of you know whatever it's just darker you know like everything's darker these days since the dark night everything is um but i enjoyed it as i said so i'm really excited to see when part two comes out i don't know when it's coming out it hasn't said but i'm really excited to see that and yeah evil lynn was basically the the mvp of this (laughs) the mvp of this the EVP. (laughs) i love i love that she's like what i I can't remember who asked her question she's like oh she cut them off she's like you really want to know I was the one who added the evil before it was just lit. I was like, yes, bitch. <laughs> 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 but, anyways, yes, let's move on to the next segment, which is dramas. Ooh. So, ooh. Um, I watched two things. Okay. So... No, actually, I watched three things. Oh, I mean, three. Oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, la la. Oh. Tell us about them. Okay, so I am continuing with You Are My Spring. I am on the last episode that has aired, which is episode, I think, 10. So, basically, remember how I said it was, like, doing a lot of different things? Mm -hmm. Like, it was all over the place. I couldn't figure out if it was a mellow. I couldn't figure out if it was a murder mystery, suspense, fantasy, whatever. So, basically, it's all of the above. Mm -hmm. It, It literally has, like, little segments where it deals with, like, this murder case. It deals with the mellow aspect it deals with the drama it deals with romantic comedy stuff you know like there's just like something for everybody and i think that's the charm of it also the the characters the lead the lead um characters which are played by uh seo hyun-jun and kim dong-wook and that's gonna be they're playing uh da jung and young do they have so much chemistry like they their chemistry is carrying the show, okay? That's good. Uh it's oh it's fantastic. Like so, so, so good. But also, too, the supporting cast is all really, really strong. I am so attracted to Yoon Park, who played um her murderous first boyfriend, <laughs> Chang, and my who's also playing his twin, Dr. Ian Chase uh who may be a murderer as well i don't know but he's super hot and they also have chemistry uh but i feel like like,
1: Yoon park does really well with roles where he's kind of a psychopath that's just what i think personally
0: he has a face for it he's a very intense face
1: oh i feel like i'm really close to the mic sorry guys
0: (laughs) no no, you're fine but yeah i think he does have like as i said a really intense face so that's probably why he comes across like that um and he plays it really really well like he's acting his ass off okay so um i'm really enjoying it i got caught up like story-wise because there's a lot going on and basically like um the two leads had very like traumatic childhoods and so like they're kind of helping each other heal he's a psychiatrist she's like the manager at a fancy schmancy hotel um she was dating um what's his name uh sorry let me pull it up again she was dating Che Jun, uh only to find out that he was a murderer and then his twin brother shows up wow out of nowhere from america (laughs) um dr ian chase and he is like we don't know if it's the same guy even though we saw him die or if it's not and (laughs) finally it's a different dude she thinks he's a doppelganger so it's
1: just so days of our
0: lives I know, right? I know Marlena <laughs> and Hope, um, but yep. <laughs> yeah, she thinks it's a doppelganger, but it's really just like a twin. And basically, like what happened is his their his their parents only registered one of the kids, and then they sold the other ones. They they sold this Ian Chase kid to this orphanage um, that was pretending to be like a, a real legitimate orphanage, and they were basically just holding these kids until they can sell them to American couples and stuff like that. So. Um, him and his brother actually only... They they were both called the same name because they only registered one kid, right? Mm-hmm. And now there's stuff in between with, where one of them actually murdered people. We don't know which one it is yet, but one of them actually murdered people. And then um, now there's this whole thing where he got drugged and he, he wakes up and there's a, a murder victim right in front of him and the knife is on the ground, so... We don't know what's going on here. If he has like an alter ego, maybe he has like split personalities or something. Maybe. There. Interesting. Um, so, and with uh, Da Jung, oh, no, sorry, with Young um, Do. He was married to, like, a famous actress. Who's yeah, I remember so funny. you telling she's played, she's played by Nam Geary. And she's so funny, so cute. And she's, like, dating this really young idol dude. Um, And she's, like, best friends now with his girlfriend. But they married because she was a druggie or something like that. And he was helping her stay clean or something like that. So, like, that was the whole point of that. And, like, two people who run this coffee shop hate each other. But I think they're going to get together. I don't know. Um, There's a lot going on. There's a lot of different characters. I really like how a lot of the men in this are like really like multifaceted emotion wise. Mm -hmm. You know, like they watch dramas. Like one's a veterinarian and he's very soft hearted man and he cries all the time. But I like it. I like that they're talking about like generational like trauma. They're talking how to heal each other and deal with it. It's very like therapeutic. It's like slice of life. If your life, was actually Salem from Days of Our Lives. (laughs) That's what it's given me. And I'm actually really, really enjoying it. It's really fun. I I wasn't sure. I actually took a break to watch the second drama I'm going to talk about. Because I was, at first I was like, there's a lot going on. I don't know what's going on. Like this dude, his brother was dying. He was supposed to give his brother his kidney. His dad said no. Put him in this orphanage where the twins were, where one of the twins was, Ian Chase was. um, And then went back to get him. His brother died. His mom, like lost it i guess so he, he's only in contact with his dad but then he needed a heart and then he got a heart and then i don't know like there's a lot going on as i said so it's very salem um uh, maybe stefano is behind everything uh <laughs> we'll see but anyways um so the next drama the next drama is called mad for each other and it is a random drama that i also came across because netflix Kept recommending it to me. It is. <clears throat> I'll just give you a summary. So No Weo is a. He works as a detective and he thinks that he has a pretty decent life. One day, an incident takes place. Basically, it's a rage-based incident. Um, this causes No uh, Weo's life to change. He becomes a crazy guy and able to control his anger. And he gets angry at everything. He tries to return to his former self, but during the time, he gets involved with another crazy person, Lee Ming Kyun. She has a sophisticated appearance and a fine job, but something happens to her. Her ordinary life collapses and she t- doesn't trust anyone anymore. She has delusions and is compulsive. So basically they, the two of them become attracted to each other and they, yeah, I, they kind of crash into each other. So I'll be honest, the first two episodes, I was like, she is so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not the full second episode, because we do find out what happens to her and it does make me very sympathetic an understanding to her, but she is so delusional. She thinks that like even though he is walking ahead of her the whole time, she thinks he's following her. Mm -hmm. So like like and basically she she goes off the handle a lot. She like she's 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 terrified of everything. But like not like and I guess they try to play it as comedy. But like a lot of the stuff would have like real life consequences. Mm -hmm. You can't just, you know, like Someone's going in the same direction as you and accuse them of rape. You know, like you can't do stuff, or like they're a pervert. You know, like you you just can't do some of these things, right? And because we are introduced to him first, and it's from his perspective, it kind of makes you more sympathetic to him than to her. Um, so basically, what happens is he's a police officer. He's known as like the mad dog of whatever his person he's from. And basically, he um, is under like this disciplinary like discipline whatever because he got mad. He justifiably got mad, beat up some people who should have been beat up. His one of his partners got shot and is like still in the hospital, surviving that. And so he is like trying to deal with his anger. So he goes to this therapist. She goes to the same therapist. We find out trigger warning that you know she was in, she was with this guy she loved, he loved her, whatever, only to find out that he's married. And so he his wife comes to her job not just like whatever he goes co- she comes to her job to embarrass her basically and accuse her of <clears throat> being like a a home wrecker or whatever even though like she was under the impression that this man was like divorced yeah or like on his way for divorce it was a separation or whatever right so that's why you so, don't get
1: with men who will say they're separated you wait for the divorce
0: <laughs> yeah i think though she kind of believed him to you know be honest he broke down her walls kind of thing Yeah so, but i'm we, saying yeah, i know i know
1: number I know. one rule never trust when they're like oh yeah we're separated until you <laughs> meet the wife and listen and hear it from the wife's mouth that they're that's separated
0: true. that's true so basically um after that she breaks up with him and he like goes insane and like beats her up like viciously on camera okay. though so he's in jail and basically, she refuses to settle. She wants it to go to court. She wants him to be, like, in jail for a longer, a lot longer and to have a, official charges on his record and things like that. So she ends up having to, like, move around to get away from that, right? So, you know, these two people, he's a protector. She needs to be protected. But also, they're both kind of, like, very hot-headed. And so they sort of, like, crash into each other after they realize that they're neighbors. They live literally live next to each other. And, um... I don't know. It was, like, really weird. Like, as I said, the first two episodes were kind of like, eh, I don't know what I'm watching. One thing, though, they were, like, 35 minutes, so that was very helpful. How many episodes but are two, there? 13. Okay. But actually, it became, honestly, one of the best dramas I've watched in a very, 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 very long time. Because it wasn't just about them, and it wasn't just about, you know, mental health, which was a very important running theme with this whole thing it was also just about like the neighborhood and the people you meet and like in he like adult interactions and you know learning from your mistakes and apologizing and also just like opening your mind like there's one person in the um in the hotel sorry in the apartment slur complex that they live in who's a man who, who cross dresses like that's what he does for fun and the Women's Association was, like, really freaked out. They were calling him pervert, all these kind of things. But by, like, midway through the drama, like, you know, after um, uh, Mr. No, like, basically just, like, told them that they are being stupid, they sort of, like, yeah, we are being stupid. And so, like, everybody sort of comes closer and becomes friends, even, like and, – and, like, you can kind of see how it sort of tries to tackle um, – prejudice in some ways like not just with that but just also too with like when they find out the truth about her they think that she's a homewrecker and so like basically they're really mean to her but like they're like wait no like we need to get more information we need to like do better and then they actually do the research and they like find out the actual truth and not only do they like apologize like in the best way possible and they didn't really like the way that the apology happened like they didn't really have to say i'm sorry they were kind of just trying to like friend her up but they did and it was like really like very well acted like I thought it was a really good scene Mm -hmm. but then they tried to they got revenge for her you know Mm -hmm. um and so like they had this like one police mystery I guess going through this whole thing which is basically like he was framed in some ways and that's why he was on this like this this hiatus or whatever so they solved that through this time but it was really just like about found family it was about love she had a little doggy that is really cute um it they act their asses off like everything the characters were really 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 fleshed out mm-hmm. and I like that they had relationships not just with each other and like not only and we got to see their, their therapy sessions too and how they were talking about each other in the therapy sessions it was really cute because like I was like this doctor she knows what's up she's 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 like playing matchmaker here. She has to be at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Because they were like, literally were talking, like they were didn't mention names, but they were you could tell that they were talking about each other, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And like, it also brought in like, oh, like there's this one scene where her and her mom are fighting because her mom wants her to settle so like, you know, reputation's really huge in Korea, right? And she's like, you know, like, why did you even have me? Why was I born? And the mom's like, I don't know but you know, like you think that it's like an embarrassing situation for the mom, but it's not. She was like, I just don't want you to live like this in fear for the rest of your life. I want you to live. And it was like, as I said, like, it wasn't what I was expecting. And I think that was why it ended up being much better than I was expecting,
1: you know? Mm -hmm.
0: Um, And as I said, everybody acted their asses off, even like the people who were just in two scenes, okay? Like the, the delivery dude who like happens to see the bad guy on the police scanner screen when he drops off their food and happens to deliver it to the actual drug dealer. You know, like it's, it's like, even like the small things, like the way that this man's body changed and like you, like he was acting, you know, it wasn't just like, unlike in you are my spring where all that white dude, who's the, the doctor dude who can act. Oh, all of a sudden he's racist now. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, this dude is doing like racial gestures towards the Asians and and being mean to them. Like, I don't know what that job was trying to do, okay? But it's dude a lot. And I don't, I don't really that was like the weirdest thing that I ever saw in my life, okay? But, anyways, mad for each other. I would give it a nine out of ten. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was fantastic. I thought everybody acted really well. I thought the story was very, very it was heavy. And there should be a trigger warning because you do see the camera footage of what he did mm-hmm. to um, our lead actress, our lead character, sorry. But I do think that outside of, you know, the trigger warning and, you know, you can skip that. And I think that it's definitely something worth watching. And then wait, what else did I watch? Devil Judge. Akma Panza. No, I didn't actually. I didn't finish that. I watched something else. Well, actually it might have just been those two. I think I think I was thinking of Devil Judge, but I actually have not gone back to Devil Judge, mostly because it's not on a streaming service, while these were both on streaming services. Uh, so, I mean Devil Judge
1: is on um Vicky.
0: I don't have Vicky, so Oh
1: okay. But it's 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 even on there for free. I don't think you have to pay it either.
0: Once again, I don't have it. Even oh. like if it's Okay, if I had a smart TV, sure, but I don't. I actually just have, like, a cable box. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I should probably buy a
1: new TV. I I, I genuinely just can't stand watching K-dramas on Netflix. I just hate the way they translate. I just hate their translation. Like, I just hate the way they translate Mm -hmm. things. Like, I hate that, like, a scene will pan to, like, a letter or something, and they don't translate what the letter is. Like, obviously, it's fucking important. You know what I'm saying? They don't...
0: Okay, I see. To
1: me, like it just it, it it irritates me, like the way that they translate things. It just it really pisses me off. I was actually venting to Nikki the other day because we were watching like um hospital playlist, and oh, we were okay. just like season
0: one.
1: Yeah, okay. by the time we're done watching, we think that all of season two should be complete so that we could just binge it all together as one.
0: Yeah, I keep hearing good things about it, but I think it might be too slice of life. I don't know, like how exciting it also could be
1: i mean i like it it's fine it's not like oh
0: you know what shoot i did watch something else i watched the first two episodes of never nevertheless that's what i was watching yeah remember i told you did i tell you i was watching it
1: you told me you watched it and i told you that i'm also gonna watch it but i'm gonna wait until it's done because like i just i hate that netflix and some other shows like not even just netflix but like for some reason a lot of these shows now are only doing one episode per week and it's just, like, why are we dragging this shit out? Like, <laughs> like, do you think you're Western TV? Stop it.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, I'll be honest. I honestly don't know what's going on. And nevertheless, I actually just turned on my Netflix to check because I was like, I know I watched something else. Mm-hmm. But I put it on and I had it, like, you, you know how you were talking about that anime that you tried to watch and you couldn't remember anything about it? Mm-hmm. That's how Nevertheless was for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that they're art students and that, you know, she's, she's, like, maybe younger than him, we the same age, but he switched majors, so he's, like, you know, in a slower year than her, but, and I know that she was dating somebody who cheated on her, but that was it, like, <laughs> that was absolutely it for me, I, I just could not pay attention, it was so boring, like, I don't know, I was kind of like, okay, the sexy bits, oh, she has a dating room of him, and he's, like, taking her shirt off, I was like, okay, I saw this already on, on YouTube, I don't, I'm I'm okay, you know. Like Mm -hmm. I I just I I'm waiting for the exciting part that I'm.
1: I don't know if it necessarily gets exciting though. I feel like it's just it's just like just toxic people living in their toxicity.
0: Okay, so then I will skip that. I think I'm gonna watch. um, Was it her private? secretary or her private life i think i'm gonna watch that next so
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, I watched um up to like episode nine and then i dropped it <laughs> oh why um i just got bored i just i don't know it just felt like they were just trying too hard to do too many things like because like in the beginning i like liked it because i thought that you know it accurately kind of portrayed us as fangirls and our lives mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but then it just like i know to me it just fizzles out i don't think like nikki had finished it but I, I also don't think it was like one of her favorites either because like they just started this whole like there was just i don't want to spoil it for you so just watch it and then oh. like you can like tell me some stuff because there's just like it just got to like this one point where i was just like i already know how this story is gonna go and i'm not really interested in finishing it
0: okay good to know good to know so what did you watch
1: um, you know, the usual. So, I watched Be Together. Um, I'm like on episode. It's actually so it technically ended this week, but it ended for like the Super VIP this week. And then next week it's going to like end for everybody. So, um I think there's only I think there's 32 episodes now, but I think episode like 34 is coming out next week or something, but I've I'm only up to like episode 25. Um yeah. I don't know, not really much has happened. Granted, a lot of other stuff has happened, but I really only care about two couples. So <laughs> I really don't, like, I as I'm watching it, I was like, wow, I really don't care about, like, Chalet and then Dr. Lady. I'm sorry, I just don't care. But um Mark and uh, Han Shuan, they, like, got, they, like, slept together because, like, she, like, c- kind of broke down because, like, you basically she basically, like, her and her mom got into, like, this huge fight again it's like her mom's like super rich right and she got into this huge fight with her mom and her mom was just like oh why are you living with the with mark and then she was like what are you talking about like why do you keep why don't you just ask me things instead of like having people tell me to find information like this is why we don't we're not a family and this is why I don't have a home and then she like like walked out or whatever so then her and Mark he was just like he was like talking to her and then she like broke down and pretty much told him that like she has not had a home since she oh he he basically was like oh you should come home and she was like home I haven't had a home since I was six years old that was when my grandma died because she said like she lived with her grandma because her parents were always traveling and then when she moved into the house with her parents after her grandma died like her parents didn't even sleep in the same house like And then when her father, like, cheated on her mom and they got a divorce, the mother started buying, like, big houses to compete with the father. So she was, like, it's just, like, a hot mess or whatever. And then they, like, cry together, and then they sleep together. And then he writes, like, this, like, huh?
0: Okay, sure.
1: And then he, like, after they sleep together, he writes, like, this note. And he's basically, like, have to go to work, um, love you, talk to you later, something like that. Like, basically something really stupid cute, right? Like, it was dumb cute. And then she woke up as he was leaving, and she was like, this only happened because I was drunk, so don't even try to, like, tell me sweet nothings or that you love me or blah, blah, blah. And then he was like, I would never. So he, like, tried to sneak and took back the note. (laughs) So now they're, like, in this place of, like, where she also really, really likes him and wants to be with him, but she also doesn't want to be a punk, so she wants him to crack and be the one to ask her. So they're in this place where they're both playing games, and it's just like you guys are so annoying <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> because, like, <Thank> <laughs> because like, he's because <laughs> he's like he's only doing this because of her, right? He's only trying to do it. Like he would have already like poured out his entire. Heart to her, but he's like, you know, she likes to play games. So I'm gonna play a game, and then with the our other couple, um, with Xiao Shan and sheng Yi, like something had happened with the project that she was on, and he needed someone to help. And then here comes the ex girlfriend, and it turns out that she is now the new manager of like, um, Xiao Yan's team. And but he's like very like he he was like I don't want any ambiguity. So like they were like working on the code together and they like cracked the code, blah blah blah. So then um he told Xiaoyan to go home because it was like five o'clock in the morning or whatever, and they were still at work. And so she was like, Okay. And so when she left, um I forget what the ex-girlfriend's name is, but she was like, Oh, let's catch up or whatever so they go to like breakfast i'm like why are they eating like hot pot for breakfast but anyways <laughs> they go to breakfast and they were like talking and she was like you know you didn't even respond to my message blah 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 and then he was like yeah you know it's nice to see you again and he was like J-, he was like i have a girlfriend and she was like you do and he was like yeah you know her too and then he was like you know Xiao Yang's my girlfriend he was like she was like oh i have a boyfriend too don't worry and i'm like mm, do you bitch do you really <laughs> do you and then, like, he was just, like, I just don't want there to be any ambiguity. Like, she's my girl. Like, that's where I am right now. I have no animosity towards you. And then they, like, tied up their loose ends. And then um, then later that day, like, Xiaoyan comes into the office. And, like, she was, like, walking with the girl. And the girl was, like, oh, you're Xiaoyan, right? Like, you developed the thing. And then she was, like, yeah, I did. And then he was, like, she was, like, okay, yeah, you know, like, Shenyi told me that you guys are dating. She was, like, oh, he told you? She's like, oh no, I don't have to feel insecure. <clears throat> and she goes, <clears throat> she goes like they're like entering into the elevator, <clears throat> and then Xiao Yan gets her bag gets caught in the elevator, and so it starts choking her. Oh, and wow. so yeah, it was like a very intense scene. And then like they come out, and they like he rushes Xiao Yan to the to the hospital, and then he brings her like he takes her home, and then everyone's like. Oh, Shenyi is bringing you home, Shaoyan? Hmm. Hmm. Are you guys <laughs> dating? Hmm? Yeah. What is going on? And so he was like, Yeah, we are dating, actually. <laughs> but yeah, so, so far, so good still. Like, no, no, like, really toxic toxicity. Yeah, but there's only, there's like, I still, I'm like eight episodes behind. So we'll see how that goes. And then, um, I did watch two dramas, but not like I didn't watch them in entirety these are just like first impressions and i'm actually a little bit bitter because like i just realized that both dramas i thought that they would have they were gonna be finished like next week but they're not and it pisses me off oh, no. so the first one is the witch's diner mm-hmm. um <clears throat> this this series tells stories of desperate people who come by to eat a magical dish with the hopes of having their personal wishes granted even at the expense of their souls Johira. hira has already lost count of the years that she has spent alive. She has a feeling, though, that she has already become older than any known human in history. She chose to turn into a sorceress after suffering a tragic fate in her 20s and is now co-running a mysterious restaurant with a woman named Jin. And so it's adapted from the novel The Witch's Diner. It stars um, Song Ji-ho as johira Hira, um, Nam Ji-hun as Jun Jin, and Che Jung-sub as Lee Ge young So it's actually pretty... Um, good, I've watched, so Vicky has four episodes, I've watched two of them, um, think it's only supposed to be, like, eight episodes, I believe, um, let me see, let me just double check again, yeah, it's only supposed to be eight episodes, so it's not supposed to be too much, um, it was really good, like, it started off with us, like, seeing, um, Hedera, like, being a witch, and, like, this is straight up, like, she's actually a witch, you know, Like it's not like a it's not like a oh she's just a bad person that's why we're calling her a witch. No, she has like magic and shit, and is like an evil witch. Um, I don't. I'm just a little bit confused because like obviously the three of them are very connected, but we just we don't know how yet because like there's Mm. like so it's just like it's like a little bit like frustrating to me because I can't I don't know how the three of them have come into one. But basically Nam Ji Hoon's character. Like, she's, like, a 28-year-old, down on her luck, like, is suffering at this job. And then, like, she was with her boyfriend for, like, five years. And then, all of a sudden, the job fires her. (laughs) And then the boyfriend um, breaks up with her. And so then her mom was like, oh, since you're not working at this job anymore, like, you know, we should open up a restaurant together. And so... This lady, like, told the, parent, told the mom, oh, yeah, you can come work at, you, you. like, I'll sell you my restaurant, blah, blah, blah. And so she sold her the restaurant, and they were, like, working, and they were doing well. And then all of a sudden, like, the chef was like, oh, he has to go. And so the chef was like, I'm going on vacation. And then, like, all of a sudden, they weren't getting any customers. And when you take a stop, the lady who had sold her the restaurant opened another restaurant, like, not, like, across the street, but, like, pretty much, like, down the street from them, and so all of their, her original customers were going there, so she ends up, like, just, like, feels really bad, so when Hira um, approaches her, she was, like, I can grant you, like, let me run this, rest, let me um rent your restaurant, and I'm gonna cook some food, and she goes, and I can grant you a wish, and so she was, like, you must know what you want for your wish, and, like, just know that there are consequences to your wish, and so then, um Jin like was like oh I'm I want revenge and so the rest the lady who like scammed her ended up dying and so Jin was like no she was like I didn't mean that I wanted her to die I just wanted revenge and then, <laughs> okay he was like I mean I get it I get it. he was like he was like bitch what what revenge you know doesn't have vengeance shut up <laughs> Like honestly, Sanji Hood is like playing the hell out of the switch, and so then the other um, character, the one that's like the other part of their this like puzzle piece, um, Gil Young. So he's like a 18 year old like track star. He's like a um, he's senior in high school and he runs track. But then I guess like honestly, this is. So I was telling Nikki because I was watching it last night and I was like just so frustrated. The way they bully people in these Korean dramas, in these school dramas, like, these bitches need to go to prison. Like
0: absolutely. Even, like, Boys Over Flowers, the way that they were bullying these kids, I was like, um, is this normal in Korea? Like, this this is, you need to go to jail. Like, this is not
1: like, this is not like some little, like, ah, let me tease your, like, they were, they straight up, like, punch, they were beating the shit out of this boy. And the teacher was just like, oh. And it walked away. And I'm like, uh, what? But basically, like, so um, Gideon, he's, he, his, like, mom died, right? And he has a friend who also used to run track with him. But because the friend wasn't as talented as him, he stopped running track. And so he was, like, focused on studying. But there's, like, these bullies in the class who are jealous of Gideon because, like, he... Run so well that he will, like, you know, be able to go to university. And so they start picking on his friend. And so then it's just like, it was really sad. Like, it was like those, po- like, the portions that surrounded Gyeong was just so sad to me. It's like, you know, the friends tried to commit suicide. And then Gyeong himself tried to commit suicide. And I was just like, stop it. <laughs> like, this is not okay. I thought, a- <laughs> let's bring back the love and the joy. But he's such a nice guy. And like, I love, um, Chae Jung-hup, like, I love him so much. I was like, why? I don't even know why they have him here playing a high school student <laughs> either. I was like, sir, it's not fair because like, you know, him and Nam Jian are the same age, but in the drama, it's like, mm, I don't want to ship this because he's high school. Actually, he's older than Nam Jian in real life, but in the drama, it's like she he's in high school still and she's like an adult, you know? <laughs> and he's very clearly into her and i'm like ew this is gross but also <laughs> i love him so much okay because, like i not even just this character like i love them in Odd Stove league too and so mm-hmm. i'm just like oh, wanna suck his dick so bad but anyways so far so good i'm i'm like just sad I love that you just like you said that and you're like but
0: anyways um go
1: back. <laughs> <laughs> but, but okay. so far so good so like um Ji he ends up going to the place as well and then he makes a wish and then he was like don't tell anyone about my wish so we don't know what the wish is that he made and then like he now he's working at the thingy at the he's working part-time at the diner as well but I just remember like like when he made his wish Sung Ji-young was like you're a wacko aren't you <laughs> so I'm like I wonder what he wished it and I, I like I feel like the wish probably has something to do with um Jin's character. But anyways, it's nice. I like it. And then the next drama that I watched was um, The Great Shaman Go Do Shim. <clears throat> Nam Na Su is the very picture of high school perfection. He comes from a wealthy family, is outstandingly handsome, is everyone's favorite teacher, is every teacher's favorite student at Seoul's most prestigious high school, and unfailingly tops the class with his sky high grades but his life is about to turn on its head. the student with the lowest grade in his class is found dead in what at first appears to have been a suicide and a girl named gudu shim gadu transfers into his class gadu shim longs to be a run-of-the-mill high schooler but she is fated to become a mighty evil spirit chasing shaman the only problem is she struggles to see spirits both evil and ben- benevolent. Her grandmother once told her that if she could survive being 18, she would be able to live a normal life. But the brink, but the death of the bow. Bull- with low grades, soon turns out to have a supernatural link. And furthermore, she soon learns that Na-Woo-Soo has suddenly gained the ability to see spirits. Together, they realize they have the power to fight back against the powers of evil, which are now threatening to overrun the school. But could their ghost-busting partnership one day blossom into romance? And So So
0: it's like Ghostbusters in love,
1: <laughs> and so it stars <laughs> it stars Kim Se Ron as Gadushim, um, and Nam Da as Nawu Su. Um, I loved it. I know people have been complaining. Oh, it's too short. Oh, it's confusing. I'm like, mm, is it confusing? Or are you dumb? I don't know which is it. Because to me, it it basically starts off with like you seeing um, uh, names, <laughs> you seeing. Dushim and Wusu, like like the students are running from the the school and you see Dushim and Wusu and they're like, Okay, let's get it, and they're like running towards the ghost or whatever, right? And then they start fighting, they're like, We've got this, and they're like, they start fighting the ghost. And then while as she got knocked as she gets knocked out, like in the overhead, you hear her saying, like, you know, the only thing she wanted to do was to survive 18. Because like she was afraid that this would happen, she just needed if she could survive her 18th year, then she would be alive type thing. And then from that point, you see a flashback, and then it flashbacks to like when she was 10, like or when she was eight. So it flashbacks 10 years to when she was eight, and she was yeah. with her grandma, and there was this student who was like standing on the top of a um a building about to commit suicide, but it turns out he's possessed by this like ghost demon or whatever. And what that demon does, it, it possessed all of the people who rank the lowest in the school and forces them to commit suicide. So her grandma was like, you need to help me. Like, I need you to, like, capture the demon. And so she, mind you, she's, like, eight at a time. So she, she goes up and she tries to capture the demon. She didn't do a great job, but she did a job. But she didn't know that she did a good job. So she basically says the spell... But then the demon's like, you're so young. She was like, you know what? When you become 18, I'm coming back for you. Just make sure, make sure you do good in school or else you're going to be the one that I come, I kill next. And so then he jumps oh. off and kills the guy. And then the grandma goes down and actually catches the, the spirit and she holds him, right? But at the same time, someone comes up from behind and kills the grandma, which then allows the spirit to break free. So then the grandma whispers something to her, which we didn't get to hear as the audience in that episode, right? Grandma whispers something to her and she was like, well, I can't hear you. I don't know what you're saying. And then the grandma passes away. At the same time, the guy who had like killed himself, like he ends up um, becoming a spirit. And then if you get flash, you get flash forward to like present day, Or not really present day, but like flash forward to the beginning of her like senior year or whatever, and she's getting transferred to a new school where she's pretending that she doesn't know how to see ghosts and she doesn't see all of that. It's actually quite a funny scene because she was like talking to her grandma at her gravesite, and then this ghost came up beside her, and she was like, "I'm not in the mood." And then he's like trying to scare her. She was like, "Get the fuck away from me!" (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, there also there were already two people that were like also there so they were like what the hell and she was like oh sorry and so she goes and I was wondering who this lady was but it was her mom apparently and so she her mom's like are you still denying your gift you know you could be so powerful blah 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 she was like I don't have the time or the patience to deal with it she was like can we just go to school so basically she doesn't want to like you know she just doesn't want to become a shaman And she was like I want to live a normal life and The mom bribes her and was like, I got you into this really nice school. It'll be fun. And then she was, like, telling her, oh, but first we have to do, like, a job somewhere. And so then we meet our male lead, who's in class, and he's, like, the smartest of the class. And then he has, like, a friend who's, like, dumb. And so he was like, did we get the lowest? And they were like, no, we didn't get the lowest. It was another um, person who got the lowest. And then, like, all of a sudden you hear, like, a big, like, scream because the guy who had the lowest – killed himself. Whoa. And so and so then like at that same time, um Dushim comes in and she's like her face is like batter bruised up. Like there's mad like 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 her ass got whooped. <laughs> and then the next episode it turns out that like she was fighting a ghost for her mom. But then the ghost that she was fighting was actually the ghost of the guy that had died 10 years ago. Mm. But he was just doing it for fun because he's annoyed. <laughs> he's like can you he was like can you just please help me find my mom and she was like, i don't know who your mom is she was like he was like if i remembered i would have helped you or whatever and it was like you're like it's like a cute little thing and then she when she goes to school the kids like start like picking on her because they're like there's a rule that we pick on the um on the the new girl so the, basically they were saying that she's the one who pushed the guy off and all that she's like i can't be bothered and then um, Wusung, he finds out that she like is the daughter of the shaman. And then Wusung's like, the- nothing that that's not real, ghosts aren't real, like it's all just a ploy or whatever. And so he asks her to like read her ma- like to read his matchmaking skills with this other girl in the class, right? And she was just like, fuck this, I don't want to do this anymore. So she like grabs her shit and she's like about to walk away. And then he like stops her and hugs her, and then the episode ends. <laughs> and i was like oh that's it and then i found out that you know one episode per week so i'm just like sad but i think it's gonna be good i well i think it's interesting i don't know what the com- i don't know why the complaints are what they are like yes it is short but like it is um uh uh kaku drama and like kakao Dramas are usually twenty minutes, anyways. You know, mm-hmm. but I I like it. Like they're good actors. They have good chemistry too. I like seeing f- ghost fighting. So we'll see how it goes. I probably won't like watch for a couple episodes until like it like packs up because right now it's not set to finish airing until October. So like, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
0: No. I know. I like. I felt too. Like some dramas are just like they're meant. For just, like, watching as many as you can in, like, one sitting, you know? Like, yeah. like Devil Judge is definitely one of those dramas. Like, I cannot do this two episodes a week. No, I need to watch. Like, if I when I sit down to actually watch it, I need to watch, like, four episodes in a row, okay? Like, I just need to get it. I need to get that big block. Whatever story arc is going on, I just need to watch that in one sitting, you know? Yeah,
1: like, this is definitely a drama that you just have to watch all at once. And I just, like, wish I had known that it was like this, but... I like it. Like, I've always been a fan of these two actors when they play young counterparts to people. So it's just nice to see them, like, in their own roles, you know?
0: Yes. No, I get that. I get that. Okay. Well, any more dramas? Or that's it? That is Eve. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So let's talk about books. I didn't finish. Books that you didn't read? Yeah, we can wait for Have We Met, because I did start it. I just didn't finish it. Okay. Um, yeah, so we can, I'm sure you have other books that you could
1: I probably about. won't even remember it when it, when the time comes for us to talk about
0: it. <laughs> oh, so well, I, I will definitely make sure that you remember.
1: Okay. All right. So we want to talk about Have You Met. Um, so I read um, Kim Jian, Born 1982. Oh, my God. I wanted to read that, too. Yeah.
0: yeah okay, tell us. I may already know kind of what it's about, but
1: yeah. Okay, so. A fierce international bestseller that launched Korea's new feminist movement, Kim Jyeon, born 1982, follows one woman's psychic deterioration in the rigid face of misogyny. Truly flawless, completely, she became that person. In a small, tidy apartment on the outskirts of the frenzied metropolis of Seoul lives Kim Jyeon, a 30-something-year-old millennial everyday woman She has recently left her white-collar desk job in order to take care of her newborn daughter full-time, as so many Korean women are expected to do, but she quickly begins to exhibit strange symptoms that alarm her husband, parents, and in-laws. Jiyeon impersonates the voices of other women, alive and even dead, both known and unknown to her. As she plunges deeper into this psychosis, her discomfited husband sends her to a male psychiatrist. In a chilling, eerily truncated third-person voice, ji Young's entire life is recounted to the psychiatrist, a narrative infused with disparate elements of frustration, pers- perseverance, and submission. Born in 1982 and given the most common name for Korean baby girls, ji Young quickly becomes the unfavored sister to her priceless little brother, Always her behavior is policed by the fingers around her, from the elementary school teachers who enforce strict uniforms for girls, to the co workers who install a hidden camera in the woman's restroom and post their photos online. In her father's eyes, it is Jiang's fault that men harass her late at night. In her husband's eyes, it is Jiang's duty to forsake her career to take care of him and their child to put them first. Jiang's painfully common life is ju- juxtaposed Against a backdrop of advancing Korea as it abandons family planning, birth control policies, and passes new legislation against gender discrimination but can her doctor flawlessly completely cure her or even discover what truly ails her? Rendered in minimalist yet lacerating prose, Kenji Young, born 1982, sits at the center of or global hashtag me Too movement and announces the arrival of a writer of international significance. Wow. You know, <laughs> 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 I don't even think I need to talk about the book anymore. <laughs> you told good. the entire He told the entire story. He literally did. Like, oh my god. Listen. I mean, that's basically it. That's the fucking plot. So I really have nothing more to say. I gave it um, four stars, but it's a very high four stars. Because, you know, my rule is that I don't give books five stars unless they make me cry. So, um, but it's actually really good. I, like, really enjoyed it because it... um, I thought he, like, did a really good job at exploring, like, early... Fem- it, like, it felt like an early Western feminist literature, you know, mm-hmm. where it was, like, part manifesto, but also, like, part fake, you know? Um, I think that people who don't understand it to the extent of, like, being like, wow, this is really good, are the people who don't understand just how... Behind Korea is with the whole aspects of feminism, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, like at the core, it just like really showed how complicit male are in like the women's lives. You know, you know what I'm saying. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, I do.
1: It's like, it's like, oh, I kind of felt it. Just kind of showed, like, I could see why I saw why Korea was mad. Because it really just showed how complicit males are, like, and how much, like, under patriarchy, like, everyone is oppressed, and how women become oppressors, too, you know? Because, like, she had, like, her mother in law being a terrible person to her, and then the teachers being horrible to her, and then everyone will be like, oh, you know, boys will be boys so like i it was it was good it was definitely a very good read it was very short um and i could understand why korea was mad about this book (laughs) like i really could i want to watch the movie now because i want to see the comparison of the movie to the book
0: also my dream is to have yumi and gong yu do drama together again because um, I think they did one, like, way, 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 way back or something. But mm-hmm. well, they also did Train to Rusan, but they weren't in love interest in that. Mm-hmm. She's married in Medong. So I'm very – I love Yumi, and I would love to see her making out with Gong Yu. I'll be very honest with you. Uh, mm-hmm. so, <laughs> but I also did want to read this book, but I'm trying to get, like, my Korean a little bit better. I want to try to read it in Korean, so mm-hmm. I'm – yeah. But I have definitely been very, like – since the movie came out, like I don't know, I feel like I don't know if it's maybe like it was like a Korean conspiracy, but I feel like they didn't really promote it that well. Like, no they did
1: <laughs> because because yeah. everyone hated the fucking book. like well uh, they they say it sparked a feminazi rage in Korea. You know, well, I
0: mean, I've been seeing some of the way that the laws treat women and men in Korea. And I feel like this book probably didn't do as much as it could have to hold <laughs> exactly. mirror up to men. Um, but, you know, that's probably just my opinion as a Westerner and an outsider. <laughs> but I'm happy you enjoyed it. What other book did you read?
1: Um, And then the other book that I read that was not really a book, but it was a novella. Because I'm also in the middle of reading. I'm actually like two chapter is almost done with this book but i'm going to talk about it the next time so not really want, because i kind of want to do a compare and contrast because it has the same themes to um another book that i'm gonna read after this so i kind of want to do a compare and contrast of a white author writing this type of story versus a black author writing this type of story for mm-hmm. our next reading but anyways the other book that i read um is called the dare by harley larue So story time, the only reason why I ended up picking it up was because one of the book talkers I follow, she like picked, she was like, girls, it's spicy girl. It's spicy girl um, summer. And this book has all the spice. So I was like, okay, fine. Bet. So it's called The Dare by Harley LaRue. Warning! This eretica contains scenes and elements that may be disturbing to some readers. Please review the full content warning below. And then it goes... Jessica Martin is not a nice girl. As prom queen and captain of the cheer squad, she ruled her school mercilessly, looking down her nose at everyone she deemed unworthy. The most unworthy of them all? The freak, Manson Reed, her favorite victim. But a lot changes after high school. A freak like him never should have ended up at the same Halloween party as her. He never should have been able to beat her at a game of drink or dare he never should have been able to humiliate her in front of everyone losing the game means taking the dare a dare to serve manson for the entire night as his slaves it's a dare that jessica's pride and curiosity won't allow her to refuse what ensues is a date is a dark game of pleasure pain fear and desire is it only a game only revenge only a dare or is it something more this dark Erotica novel is written in first person POV and is about 32k words in length. This book contains intense fantasy scenes of hard edge, hard kinks, hedge play, graphic sex, and harsh language. It is intended only for an adult audience. Beware! This is a dark, weird, kinky read. The activities depicted therein are dangerous and are not meant to be an example of realistic BDSM. Reader discretion is
0: advised okay okay 50 shades
1: of gray hold on kink slash fetishes within erotic humiliation, fair play pain play knife play consexual non-consent orgasm denial boot worship spanking crying blowjobs clowns group sexual activities spit bondage (laughs) i'm
0: sorry sorry, like clowns (laughs) (laughs) it's funny because you didn't mention clouds earlier but i just i know i didn't make the connection okay continue sorry
1: (laughs) um bondage and blood play
0: girl listen yeah
1: this book was no plot just sex and vibes that was it (laughs) and you know the worst part was i gave it two stars because here's the thing as much as it was horrible not like horrible because it was it really wasn't like it was poorly written yes but it wasn't horrible as much as it was just porn Mm -hmm. i respected that it was like 10 like maybe 150 pages as opposed to dead of vipers that had all of that shit but was like 700 pages like why did you need to be 700 pages (laughs) And that right there gives it more. That's why I got one more star to Vipers person. But it was weird. It was, like, it wasn't even weird. I just felt, like, so desensitized to everything. Like, I just didn't understand the progression of her being, like, oh, my God, he sucks. I hate him. He's the worst. But, you know, we made out in high school. And, like, oh, he, like, he was, like, he, like, told her, to like, it was weird. Not, like, weird. It was just, like. He told her, "I I keep saying weird, but it's not weird that it is. I can't. I just can't think of a word to describe what it is. But he kept t- like when they like she was dressed as like a um uh angel, I think, in like a re- so like that because it was a Halloween party, right? Okay. So okay. she was dressed as an angel, and then he was Marilyn Manson because I found out after I read it that it was fucking Marilyn Manson fanfic. Mm-hmm. But anyways." There was like this scene where they're like playing like beer pong or whatever, and she, he like tells her he dares her to kiss his booth and then she gets like wet after kissing his boot, and I was like,
0: why? I'm like, but you know what? You know what? People are allowed to have their kinks. It's okay, right? I was like, I
1: was like, because she liked she liked being embarrassed in public, but also she didn't Uh, like to be embarrassed in public. I don't know. It was I was just like, okay, and I was just like, I don't get it. But all right, do you? I guess. And then then like, he told her he was like, crawl on your your legs and get my beer or something like that, and that it was just like I said, just sex, no, nothing else, just sex and vibes, that was all it was, like, the whole clown situation, she's, like, deathly afraid of clowns, but then she, he, like, was, like, oh, if you give them a blowjob, I'll na- let you have an orgasm, and so she gives them all blowjobs, even though she's a scared, yeah, and then the knife play scene was just, like, I was, like, okay, she was, like, she trusts him, and I was, like, but you said you hated him, like, two chapters ago like how do you trust him so much when you hated him two chapters ago <laughs> Like, is, but like he like literally took like the knife and like
0: no no no, no you don't have the okay oh, I, don't, I don't like it okay
1: <laughs> yeah the things he did with the, with the knife i was just like okay but you know what Still not as bad as Diesel taking a water bottle and shoving it up that girl's (laughs) anus, so like I said, (laughs) it's what it is. I don't know that. It's this weird town over there, but yeah, so that's it for me, (laughs) since I can't talk about how we met, but
0: (laughs) yeah, okay, well, um, mm -hmm. (laughs) interesting. (laughs) So, we're gonna talk about books and just like a bunch of different things about books so one thing that i didn't want to talk about and mention was the whole uh thing going on currently with the rwa which is the romance writers of america and their Vivian award so basically um i mean if you've been following book twitter for even like a year you'll know that there's always shit popping off because
1: <laughs>
0: there's no corner or facet of fandom that Racism and misogyny cannot hit. Nope. So, you know, uh, basically, they gave this award, the Vivian Award for Best Romance um, with Religious and Spiritual Elements to a book that romanticizes genocide of North of Native Americans or Indigenous people. Um, so basically, it's called "At Love's Command by Karen White Meyer. It basically opens with the depiction of the wounded knee massacre that some readers and authors have criticized, um, to be, you know, this really like white fantasy, uh, or fantastical retelling of the murder and massacre of the indigenous people. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, the whole thing is really strange to tell the story of a fictional ex-Calvary man- officer, Matthew Hanger, who's haunted by the horrors of war, but he ends up leading a band of mercenaries to defend the innocent and obtain justice for the oppressed um, by just, you know, murdering people, and then, he, but it's also a Christian novel, so every time he murders people, he's then grounded by verses of the Bible, from, like, psalms and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, like, it's very strange. Like, there's moments where, like, medicine men start... A medicine man starts chanting, and um, I guess the white people think that they're stirring up def- defiance, and basically they just murder people. So, and like, that's literally the whole thing. They just keep murdering people. Mm-hmm. Um, and the... Uh, And the mess on top of that is that the Vivian Award was named after Vivian Stevens, a Black author who founded the RWA, um, who was basically pushed out. And then, um, by all accounts, from what I've seen, was basically uh, people on the board acted like she had died and were trying to push narrative that she was no longer writing after. So it, it... the whole thing is just like a whole friggin' mess. Mess. Um. Just, and I mean, we know with the Ritas, we know with RWA, they've been trying to rebrand for like, you know, the last. I would say it's been more aggressive the last five years that things that people have been speaking out and that there have been pushback against them and people dropping their membership and like not wanting to go anymore and not not feeling like it's an actual true representative or representation of you know the diversity of North America that it claims to be about. And honestly, for the last 10, 15 years, I said it. As soon as, you know, Black Lives Matter and all that kind of stuff started popping off, white people started writing. They started focusing on Christian romance and Amish romance. And that's why you go to the, the romance store and you see the Amish, man, the Amish secret baby and <laughs> shit like that. Why? Because they, they literally move in, like they create whiter spaces that they can have because I've never seen a Black Amish person.
1: Do you know what's funny, though? And I think it's because I don't, like, read, like, I don't, like, you know, read that, Mm -hmm. so I don't notice it, but it's just, I just never got Christian romances.
0: Oh, I don't either. I honestly don't at all. Um, I, it's not because I don't think, christians can have romance no it's not I mean, because of but, that but i think that people who are generally like very very religious their views on marriage and especially like having children and stuff like that are a little bit more faith-based than than like the actual romantic aspect of it and i'm in it for the romance i'm not there because jesus said in one chapter that you should you know, beer seeds and shit. I, I don't care. You know, like, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm religious to, in my own way. And I've always basically been because I have
1: Caribbean parents.
0: Yeah. And, but like, I've also like been around like very shady pre- pastors and preachers. So, you know, like, I've always been very skeptical about mm-hmm. people who claim that they are religious, who whose actions don't match it. Yeah. And this Karen Whitemeyer lady, um, who, you know, like the other authors that we've seen who've done like the whole left and right wing, you know, romance or like the Nazi and Jewish person romance, like all of y'all can fuck off.
1: <laughs> it's just not it's ugh. that
0: that is gross. It is actually very, very gross. And but saying, remember,
1: like I said to you earlier, like yeah. it is yeah. at least I'll give them a little props in saying that at least they really accurately represented America. Because, you know... They did. And Canada as well. Yeah, they the white people did come over and they did kill all the Native Americans in the name of Jesus, so...
0: I mean... Yeah, and now they're making it so that that's the only history you could tell. (laughs) Basically, it is... Everything is done because Jesus told us to do it. Even though, like... Jesus' actual words were like the opposite, mm-hmm. but nobody wants to talk about that. Okay, um, yeah. So that yeah, I, I wasn't, kind aware,
1: of yeah, out. I wasn't even aware of it until you mentioned it. It's probably just because I don't like. I try not to involve, like, not like, in, not to involve, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I try to like protect my, I guess, peace or whatever. Where I don't I try not to like really get deep into that side of issues or Yeah
0: no. I get it. I get it. I just follow like a lot of authors and I follow like Courtney Milan as well too. And mm-hmm. so and like she I remember she got she I don't she I think she left the Ritas or something like that because you know, I was gonna read a
1: really book fun. by her. She, yeah. She's also on my list of a book to read. um
0: Yeah, no. When I'm done, um, i she's always been very vocal about like the lack of diversity and like the pushback and like she don't mind like mentioning names, which I do like because is if I know that you're the worst, I'm not gonna like borrow your book or read your book. I'm not gonna do support you. So Same. I just really <laughs> like to know that. So I, I appreciate it. Um, and so, yeah. I mean, I also I barely
1: read because I was, I was telling it to Amanda because yeah. we were, because t- like I said that like I got um asked to review an arc for um Ooh. this new black author that's coming out. So I was like, I was saying that I love when I get asked to review arcs, and I'm like, oh my god, people care what I think. But <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, Nat cares what you think. I just heard her say it on the podcast, and I was like, yeah, but Nat doesn't fucking count. So. <laughs> <laughs> But I was I saying it to her <laughs> that, like, I don't, like, I haven't requested books in a really long time it, yeah. because I, I, I keep getting sent books now. Um, mm. But, like, I do, when I do go on NetGallery to request books, I only request, like, Black authors. <laughs> I, I Sometimes I request, like, other, like, like, Latino authors and stuff because, like, I feel like it's important for them to have own voices reviewing them of because a lot of these white um booktubers and book bloggers and stuff they're the ones getting these books and then they like will say oh they don't like this 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 about it and then the publisher goes and sh- changes it yeah and then by the time it pub it's published it's like oh no this is you know what i'm saying yeah
0: no i get it like I get it. classic
1: case freaking um at the... What's it called? The Invisible Life of Addie... Whatever. How you going to have a book about a bitch that lived like 800 years and not one time she interacts with any Black person?
0: Of course. Of course not. Why would she? Why would she interact with a single... I mean, basically for on friends for like eight seasons nobody had really interacted with any black people either so i mean and they with the new york city okay um i'm not surprised uh i feel like i'm not like consistent enough with reading to be a person to review books that's why i kind of like this podcast because we talk about so many different things so like if i'm feeling like anime more you know i can lean in on that if i'm feeling dramas more i can lean in that if i feel like reading a book i can lean into that you know like it's mm-hmm. so like diverse you basically you know? only read a book when i force you to read a book so you don't even i read books i've read <laughs> Do books you know, so
1: i've been like i've been i've been a i considered myself to be a really really like avid reader because like from when i was younger i would always be reading all kinds of books books i yeah. had no business reading as a 15 year old no business reading them harley quinn novels which is why when book talk are like oh this is a really spicy book and then i read it and it's a fade to back scene i'm like that's where's not spicy the spice yeah, I know. I course. actually
0: was a prolific reader. Like, I used to read easily easily over 100 books a year. Yep. Um, I, Not so
1: much anymore. But no. quarantine has gotten me back into the habit of reading. It's like, the opposite for me. COVID really... COVID did its business, you know? It, it yeah. really got me... Because, like, yesterday I read, like, so many books. And then... Not, not, not yesterday. <laughs> Last year I read... More book I read more books between last year and this year than I had since I graduated college. You know? So it really quarantine. Yeah, it really, really helped.
0: But that's had the opposite effect on me. You
1: know, have we met? The reason why I got I know you haven't read it yet. And I don't know if this is a spoiler, it probably is, but you can deal with it. You know, I saw the reason why I got it was because I saw it on a list and it was like the spicy reads for the summer.
0: There's no fucking spice. Oh, that's sad to hear. But I'm not surprised. I'm actually, like, not that far into the book. But just reading it, I can tell already. I was like... Like, you know when you can tell when somebody is, like, not g- probably going to be kind of awkward with writing, like, actual romance? Yes,
1: I, t- I yeah. could tell it, too. I was yeah. like, I can't wait to talk to you about this book. Because I have, like, a hot take. And okay. it's, not re- like, it's not really a hot take, per se. But it is something that I, like, vented to one of my friends about. But I, I and I don't want to say it to you yet because you, okay, okay. you haven't gotten far in. Because once you finish it, I feel like you'll have a more um encompassing like thought on what yeah. i'm about to what i would say about that but anyways okay i do need to follow more booktubers not booktubers book twitters but I also yeah. i just don't like the recommendations that <laughs> Honestly, I
0: get. like for me i have learned this year specifically <laughs> i just need to watch and read whatever the hell i want to watch and read like i tried <laughs> to go by recommendations for dramas and anime and it just doesn't work i hate every single thing but like i'll be on netflix and it will be like you like this? You might like this. And I'm like, hey, maybe I will like this. And then I read it or I watch it, whatever. And I'm like, I did like this, you know? And I think I what I've adopted from you is, like, the first glimpse and just doing two episodes and seeing so seeing how I feel. Because, mm-hmm. like, I already know. I'm two episodes into Nevertheless. I am not continuing this drama. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I always... And, then like people yeah. always judge me when I say that. When I'm like, no, I really watch two episodes of a drama first before I decide if I'm going to, like... Commit yeah. to it because like I feel like it really sets the tone for it and it's like I know I think because I've you've watched so many dramas, you know, you know when like something's something that you're gonna like or when it's not something that you're gonna like. Like with books, i it's like I've been trying not to DNF as many books this year. Okay, but sometimes books just be boring. Like I'm sorry yeah. to miss Casey McQueen, but like one last stop actually it was a snooze fest sorry to miss talia (laughs) hibbert but get a life chloe brown i was like get some sleep nikki because (laughs) i was falling asleep every chapter like which is i think yeah another thing yeah what, what book talk yes book talk we need to have a talk because there's two things first things first all the recommendations that like I, I only follow, like, people of color from BookTok. So, like, anytime a white person comes on, I literally... I, I say this to everyone. They, they're like, Nikki, you're so mean. But, like, I really click not interested every time a white person is on my For You page. Um, even if I do, I will watch it. Don't get me wrong. I will watch your video. And if I chuckle, I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then I hit not interested so that you don't pop up back on my page. <laughs> um, but with Book Talk in particular, there's, like, this portion of Book Talk that's just super white And they will recommend you like if they're recommending you like black books or whatever, it's literally like like they'll be like oh read Ace of Spades Ace of Spades was so good blah 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 okay what did you like about it you don't tell me what you like about it you're just like oh Ace of Spades a good book to read I recommend it do you recommend all of the racism like what is it that you recommend in the book (laughs) like please explain to me white white person what do you recommend in the book you know what I'm saying. And then for the diverse people who they recommend you like books by black, black authors, it is always Talia Hibbert it. and Danielle Allen. Like always, like always, like every person is like, oh my God, my favorite spicy um, books of the summer is the Brown Sister series. Uh, okay. What, uh, any other, <laughs> any other black? authors that you read that books that you like no just no, them no. and it, it just feels like it's just so concentrated to me which is why so many times i'm i, I like consider creating a book talk just so i could go on and be like hey here's some black authors you can read that aren't talia hibbert or danielle allen or rebecca weatherspoon like don't get me wrong i love them but like
0: there's so many other black writers <laughs> and,
1: authors. Yeah, and like no, no i like, get it and it's funny because like they'll with kindle unlimited they'll recommend you so many like Penelope Ward and um what's her face uh what's that Colleen Hoover and all of these like prolific Beverly Jenkins (laughs) all of these
0: prolific like Melissa Blue yeah
1: yeah they'll recommend you all of these like prolific um white Kindle Unlimited authors and it's like where are the indie like black or even just like non-black people of color like where where are them like where are, yeah. where are they which is why, which is why i keep sh- striving for because you know i have the kindle unlimited so i'm like let me see if i can find me some not white independent authors <laughs> to read.
0: but well you know i, I love say, nalini, some nalini Singh, so i just actually remembered her book is out but it's not on kindle <laughs> but i will say
1: talia Hibbert's um tiktoks are funny as hell <laughs> oh, they are hilarious
0: <laughs> i don't follow her her on that i follow her on instagram so mm-hmm. i don't get to see all the funny stuff
1: yeah she's Sorry. like like her tiktoks are funny and then she talks about how she like her favorite book is the long shot no um uh what's that i have it i was gonna read it eventually too uh kennedy ryan yeah that's another one that they all recommend um Queen, Queen, Queen Move. Queen Move by Queen Ryan. She says that that's like one of her, that's like her favorite book that she rereads all the time. And so I was like, okay, we'll see how it goes. But I don't know. That's just my gripe that I have. It's just like I just hate that the recommendation. Like right now, every if I go on if I go on my TikTok right now and it's on Book Talk, I guarantee you that the book that is gonna be recommended is either the Brown Sisters trilogy or <laughs> um People We Met on Vacation slash Beach Read by that white girl. Because everybody's obsessed with them. Mm. For the longest time it was like that Ice Planet Barbarian thing.
0: I am so removed from like romance world. I don't know. I feel like I there was a shift that I did mm-hmm. to like more like fantasy, like world building kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just like never went back to like traditional contemporary romance, mm-hmm. which is bad because I do really, I re- very much enjoy contemporary romance. As like I loved when we we re- re- reread um, Bet Me from Jennifer. Cousy for the Ray, longest so.
1: time, for me, it was I was doing a lot of. Um fantasy I feel like so for me I I, I don't know I, I'm sure I can blame this on one of my Scorpio something placements I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> of it but so I get in like really like intense moods of just reading a very specific genre yeah for a while right so like December of last year all I read was a bunch of historical romances mm-hmm. and then It'd be like oh all i'm gonna read is a bunch of like fantasy and now i'm like reading a lot of contemporary but i think i am getting burnt out with a contemporary so i planned on reading a adult fantasy but i still have so many books to read that are on my shelf and they look at me every day and they're like really nikki
0: yeah you're not too. gonna pick up
1: a physical book <laughs> and i'm like you don't understand it's just so comfortably not in bed and only my kindle in my hand okay
0: oh my god oh my god read that they're gonna come out with the English translated like an official English translation version of the um Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation. Yes
1: I did see I am that. so
0: excited oh my god oh my god oh my god that was like my favorite story that I read last year. I I think I've read it like three times since I got nice. started reading it. I'm so excited and the books better be pretty because they have so many pretty covers for their books like in the other like you know the Korean version and the yeah. Chinese, the Mandarin version, and stuff like that. So I'm really hoping that they do have.
1: Aww, a I would love version. for them to do a official Malicious Empress military. Lineage. Yeah, you
0: know, honestly, once like some of these like manhwas and stuff like that get, you know, really popular, you're going to start to see the trend, right? Of that's actually all the other ones coming in. So
1: I actually have a seed novel that I want to read this week too that's on cool. my to read list. I have a lot. I like I'm yeah. in a reading mood. That's what I've Me been too. in. I've been Me in too. Actually, mood.
0: I'm gonna read some books. I <laughs> yeah. Sure I, I she is. Have... No, Shut
1: No, she, <laughs> she will not. I'm still <laughs> waiting on YouTube because what I, the book that I am really 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 so there's two books that I like really okay, really what, really, what, what are really are want to read.
0: What are these books?
1: Well, when I say really really really, I just mean like I really want to read Blood Like Magic because I love witches and you like black witches, bitch. That's you sold me right then and there, and okay. I really want to reach, read Riches Deep and Gold because it's based on Jamaican folklore. But mm-hmm. I, 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 still I don't want to buy it because I've heard it's per Jamaican person have mm-hmm. said that it's not good,
0: right? Oh. Okay, but so you want to see it I, for yourself, right?
1: Yeah, so I don't want to buy it. So that's why I don't want to buy it. So I've been I'm waiting on it to become available. <laughs> at the library and it's it's long ways coming (laughs) i'm actually gonna see if my library itself has it probably not but
0: well let me know when you get it i am i'm gonna read because i'm already caught up in umr spring and i finished mad for each other you have to read have we met I have I have started reading it I just not you know that far in it so I am going to continue and I have this 30-day trial so I might as well just cram as much books in as I,
1: can. I know that's <laughs> how I well I have like I have it like I got it on like some like random sale where it was like 10 dollars for like five months so I have oh, it wow. until November and so that's why I keep trying to find books on like Kindle unlimited as well read. yeah just because like hey so you want to read Guild because that's the sure. next book that I said I was going to read. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. It's a fantasy. So it's an adult fantasy.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. Just message me, like, the cover or whatever. Well, and... it's
1: in that message that I sent you.
0: Oh, okay, like, with the six
1: books? Okay. Yeah, Cause I can just it was funny because I actually wasn't sending you that message for you to pick a book for oh. us to read together. It was just for, <laughs> a book for you to read for it was a book for me to read (laughs) it wasn't a book for us to read together and and then you said but then in your message you were like yeah we're gonna read as we met and I was like oh girl I read that like in a day like (laughs) yeah I know
0: it is it's only 261 pages it's not (laughs) not that serious yeah I read it like in
1: like four hours
0: instead of working honestly if i had known that princess jellyfish was a two volume volume (laughs) i would have had more time
1: (laughs) i think you just didn't listen to my message clearly but no it's
0: because they say volume like how am i supposed to know it's an omnibus it doesn't even say it's but i No, but i said it
1: i said it in the in the voice note i was like oh you know i said we should only read volume one but it looks like this omnibus has like the two like volume one and two together
0: That's what I yeah but normally it says omnibus like yeah. i read comic books it always says it it doesn't say it in this state okay it doesn't okay well whatever
1: but yeah um, it's, the, it's the, in that picture it's the <laughs> guild it's guild yes so it's supposed to be like a but i think it might be fae but if it's fae related then i know you don't like fairies so we might not read it i just
0: don't think fairies are Fuckable. And I think that's
1: the problem. <laughs> wow! Don't There's... let the Sarah J. Masses fans hear
0: you. But anyways, any last <laughs> Let's wrap this up. <laughs> it's funny that a whole bunch of people are really okay with fucking fairies, but like if their skin color is a little too dark, that's a problem. That's a problem. You no, know, just you know, okay, sure, whatever. Um, but outside of that, yeah, no, I think that we had a very fun and fruitful episode. I feel like we both done things and i'm very proud of both of us (laughs) mostly me mostly me but also you
1: whatever whatever
0: (laughs) so yeah no um you have any last thoughts any shout outs i'm gonna shout out to jb his album's coming out soon i pre-ordered can't wait what about you
1: i'm gonna shout out nothing (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay okay uh well this has been soldier chronicles i am nat and i'm nikki and you can find us on twitter that i don't really log into but i will i should start doing that soon Um uh, <laughs> soldier chronicles or at gmail at soldierchronicles at gmail.com if you have any comments questions concerns any recommendations we I'm even though we we'll
1: just them. even though we just said in this episode that we don't want, we don't like getting recommended. Well, I feel
0: though so. if you've listened to this, you kind of know what we like. Nikki <laughs> likes bullying stuff. Shut up! Oh when like, like people have chemistry, so there you go. Nikki <laughs> likes bullying
1: stuff. Okay. Yes, please, please recommend me all the bully romance novels. That you can think she
0: will of. be the bully romance connoisseur okay send them all <laughs>
1: to me so that i can
0: effectively trash all of them <laughs> so yes um hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode you know where to reach us you know what to do um we're out thank you Bye. Bye.